This is episode 40 of the Deeper Than Work podcast, and today we're going to be talking about burnout. Burnout is real. I want to break down how to identify, reverse, and prevent burnout in your career. Welcome to Deeper Than Work, a podcast for high-achieving and ambitious women ready to make more money, have more impact, and thrive at work and life. And now, here's your host, Dorianne St. Fleur, HR expert, career coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. Hey, Career Girl Nation, it's Dorianne here, and this is episode 40 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. Today's topic is all about burnout. I want to talk about how to identify, reverse, and prevent burnout in your career. So if you're new here, my name is Dorianne St. Floor. I'm an HR expert and career coach and the founder and creator of Your Career Girl. Your Career Girl is a career and leadership development platform that provides culturally relevant resources for top performing women. And I'm so excited to be here today and to talk about this topic. Um, I recently posted on Instagram and my Facebook group a real situation that I was having with burnout. And I just wanted to have a real moment. I wanted to be transparent. And talk to, you know, the people in my community about something that I'd been dealing with. And I really didn't think anything of it. I just, you know, did my post and, you know, went on about my business. And the response that I got, the, you know, I sent an email to my to my email list and the, 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 res- the replies that I was getting, the responses in my DMs, the responses on the posts, like it was clear to me that I am not the only person dealing with burnout. I'm not the only person who's had this experience. And so I really thought it would be useful for me to sit here And just talk through my experience, talk through what burnout is, talk through how you can identify if this is something you're going through, and more importantly, what you can do about it. How do you recover from it? And how do you make sure that it doesn't, it's not something that happens to you again? So that's really what I want to break down in today's episode. I want to talk through my experience. I want to give you an opportunity to understand what it is, because I think Burnout is one of those phrases that people use. People say, you know, oh, I don't want to get burned out or I feel so burnt out. But I really want to make sure that you know what it is and that you know what to spot and you know what to look for because it's serious. Being burned out in your career is serious. There are physical, mental, emotional implications from burnout. And so it's not something that you should take lightly. So the first thing I want to do, even before I go into this topic, I want to read you a little bit of what I sent to my community, um, just so that you can understand the headspace that I've been in lately. And, you know, if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you probably noticed that there was a time where I did take a break. Like it was like almost a month, a month and a half, really. There were no posts and nothing was going on. And this is what was going on. So I just kind of want to talk through a little bit about that. So This is an excerpt of what I sent to my email list and what I posted on Facebook. And it says, can I just say that burnout is a real thing? 
If you've been here for a while, then you should know that my goal is always to be as impactful as possible, whether that's as a mom, an HR professional, career coach, whatever it is. But lately, I've been slipping. I haven't been posting in this group. I haven't been giving my clients a timely service. I've been turning down new clients and opportunities. I've been missing deadlines at work. I haven't emailed the Career Girl Nation. I've missed five weeks of podcast episodes, precious moments with my husband and my daughter. I've been off my game. And I kind of go on to say, you know, just what was going on with me, what I needed to do, the fact that I was able to turn it all around. And I kind of, and I talked through that. And like I said, like the response that I received, it just really made me understand that this is something that is so real. The amount of people that said, you know, I've been there before or I'm there now and I'm not really sure how to recover or what to do. It just some it was just something that I wasn't expecting. So I really just like I said, I want to take the time and talk about it because it's important that as we go through things, as we experience things in our lives, as we come out on the other side, we should be bringing other people with us. And so I want to practice what I preach. And it's not just about talking through the good times and all of the career successes and career wins that I go through or that you know my clients go through. It's also about telling you about those low points as well. So I want to take some time today to do that. So before we even get started, why I, I want to take some time to define what burnout is. So many definitions, you know, I looked online, I saw all these definitions, but when I think about what I mean when I say burnout and even what I was experiencing myself, the simplest definition that really drives the point home and helps make it clear as to what's actually going on is this. Burnout is the physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. I just thought that just sums it up. It's not a lot of fluff, not a lot of words. It just really gets to the point of what this is, a physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. And that's exactly what I felt like. That's exactly what I was experiencing and what I was going through. I had a physical and mental and even emotional collapse. I just, I was just not able, I wasn't on my A game. I wasn't, you know, doing the things that I'm known to do. There's a whole experience of, around working with me, whether it's, you know, on in, in, in my HR work or in my career coaching work, there's a way that I interact with people. And for months, for months, that wasn't happening. I wasn't on my game. And it was because I was burned out. So what did that look like for me? You know, I kind of said it a little bit as I read the comments, but like the way that I was interacting with friends and family just wasn't the same. The way that I reacted with interacting with my clients and the services that I was giving them, I'm known for a certain level of service and it just wasn't happening, right? I wasn't following up. I was missing deadlines. I wasn't following up the way that I should. Um, I wasn't, you know, on this podcast. Like there's just so many things that I wasn't doing because I didn't have the mental or physical or emotional energy to do it. It wasn't like I was just being lazy. It wasn't like I was just chilling and just didn't feel like it. I just didn't have it in me to do it. I didn't have, I couldn't muster up the energy to sit down, you know, outline a topic, think about what I wanted to say and hit record and, and do that. 
I didn't have the energy to do that. I wasn't able to go above and beyond at work and, you know, think about how I can go the extra mile and what things I can provide to my manager, to the people I work with, to my colleagues, to my clients. I wasn't able to think about that. It was a breakdown in my energy levels and my creativity, all of those things. And it all stemmed from being overworked and being chronically stressed and always being in a state of overwhelm. And, you know, you may be feeling that way as well. You you may be listening to this and like, wow, she is absolutely describing how I feel right now or how I felt in the past. And if you sit down and think about it, it's it's because you're overworked. It's because you're overwhelmed. And there's just a lot that you're taking on and a lot that's on your plate. And we'll talk about why I feel like we, you know, as women and Black women are more susceptible to burnout. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but I just want you to think about that right now. Like, has there ever been a time where you felt these things, where you felt like you've just, there's just a breakdown and collapsing of what it is you're able to do, what it is you're able to achieve, because you just don't have it in you anymore. You just don't have it. So what that looked like for me, when I think about during those months where I was burned out, where I was unable to live my best life, do my best work, all of the things that I'm known for, when I think about those things, you know, a lot of it was me being just excessively tired, just always tired. Could No matter how many hours of sleep I got, it just wasn't enough. Falling asleep at work, falling asleep in the car, falling asleep on the train, just everywhere, just falling asleep, being forgetful, not remembering anything. You know, my husband could tell me something. And by the time I walked downstairs, I don't even remember what I was doing. My, you know, I just little things that like just anything that I was supposed to remember appointments or whatever, just completely out of my head, not, you know, not something that I could keep track of and not something that I could remember. And that's just something that I noticed was happening as well. I was also disengaged, disengaged from everything and everyone. I didn't want to go to the happy hours after work. I didn't want to talk on the phone to family members or to friends. I didn't want to just go out. I didn't want to go to dinner. I don't want to go to brunch. I just, I want to just stay in. I need to just hide under the pillow and just work through whatever this is that I'm going through right now. I was angry all the time. I had headaches all the time, dizzy. There were there were times where I would look up from my computer and really have to like take some deep breaths to gather my my balance. Like I felt like the room was spinning and it it was it was really bad. And when I think about it now, I can't believe how much time I spent feeling like this. I can't believe how much time I dealt with this life. Like I dealt, this was months and months and months of feeling this way. I'd say honestly, probably from like the beginning of February till to like two weeks ago, I was dealing with this feeling and it's just not a good feeling. It's a feeling that's familiar to me. I've definitely felt this way at another point in my career. And at the time, I wasn't aware enough to put a name on it and call it burnout. I wasn't aware enough to know that this is not okay and I don't deserve this and I don't need to be in a, a work environment that is making me feel this way. 
So I dealt with it way longer than I needed to. And it, it, it all culminate, culminated in, you know, involuntarily having to switch gears and do something differently. But when I felt it this time around, I realized, okay, this is what's going on. I've been here before. It's not a place that I want to be. I need to do something about it. And I want to challenge you to think about where you are right now and how you're feeling. And also know that just because you're burned out, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's because you're in a toxic environment. It doesn't mean that you should you need to quit your job. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It means that you just need to reevaluate what is going on. You need to reevaluate how did I get here? Are you putting too much strain on yourself? That's this is what this is what happened to me. As I talk about, you know, many times on this podcast, in my emails, in you know, my Facebook lives, wherever it is that you talk to me. I have a lot going on, as most likely you do as well. I have my HR job. I have my husband. I have my daughter. I have my business. There are a lot of things that I have going on in my life, and I have huge goals for myself. I talked about my goals in a previous episode when I talk about my goals for 2018. There are a lot of things that I want to do. There are a lot of things that I want to accomplish, and that means that I'm working hard 99% of the time. I am, if I'm not at work, then I'm at working on my business or I'm with, you know, my family or I'm trying to plan or set some goals or whatever, but I'm always going. I'm always going and going and going and not really taking time to take care of myself, not making sure that I am having those, those mental breaks. And having an outlet to, exp- to to express myself and to decompress and decompose and to rest. Like I wasn't taking the time to do those things. And so what that results in is this feeling of burnout. Is this feeling like you can't you can't get your head above water. You cannot do what it is that you need to do. And for me, the 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 culminating factor in all of this was. I started to feel depressed. I really started to be in a space where it just, I was just so down. I was so down and so depressed and so feeling like it was hopeless. And I, I thought about, you know what, maybe I should quit your career girl. Maybe, you know, who cares? I can't do this podcast anymore. Like I understand that it's impactful to people and and I enjoy doing it, but I just don't have the energy to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Maybe I should just quit my job and just scale back and do something different. I, I can't do this anymore. I had those thoughts. I really felt like I was at a place where I can't do it. I don't have the energy. I cannot make myself face the day and do the work that I need to do. So let me just scale back. Let me just, you know, not do anything. Let me just stay here and find an excuse to not face all of the things that are, is, that are going on outside. And it really, it was really just not a good time. Not a good time to be my friend, not a good time to be my husband, not a good time to be my daughter, not a good time to be, you know, my mother. It was just not a good time because when you are in that space of burnout, when you do feel depressed and hopeless and like nothing is materializing the way that you want it to be, you're not a good, you're not a nice person to be around. The people that were closest to me, they can tell you like, this is just not a good space to be in with me, with anyone. 
Think about yourself right now. If you are in a space where you feel burned out, you feel like I just can't do this anymore. I am overwhelmed and I can't move forward and I cannot do the things that I know that I am meant to do. There's a level of anger that comes with that, a level of resentment, a level of anxiety, all of those emotions that really probably make you not a nice person to be around. Maybe you're snapping at people and lashing out and you're, you're, you're negative and people don't want to hang around you. It all can be stemmed from the fact that you are in a space that you need to regroup. You need to think about how can I move past this feeling of burnout and this feeling of overwhelm that I currently feel. And for me, this happened because, like, again, because of all the goals that I had, I wasn't prioritizing properly. I wasn't understanding that there's too much on my plate. I wasn't asking for help. I wasn't delegating. I wasn't cutting myself some slack. And so this was the result of that. So for you, it may feel a little different. You may be doing things differently, but there are some signs or symptoms, I should say, that you're experiencing burnout. And it manifests itself in different ways for different people. I talked through a little bit about what that looked like for me. So it may look a little bit different from you. But some symptoms that you should look out for is if you feel like every single day at work is a bad day, there's never anything good coming. You never understand what it is that you can do to make this feel better. You may be experiencing burnout. Or if you feel exhausted 24-7, all of the time. And it's not because, okay, I've had a rough week, so I'm really tired this weekend, I'm just gonna sleep. But this is just a pattern of exhaustion all the time, no matter how much rest you get, no matter how much sleep you get, no matter if you take it easy for this weekend and don't do anything, you are exhausted to your core. That's also a sign. Think about, do you have any interest? Are you engaged at all in anything that you're doing by work? Or is your work depressing you? Do you feel like, I don't, I just can't do this. It's making me sad. It's making me depressed to even do this. That's not a good place to be in. We Work has its ups and downs, right? There are times where you like what you're doing and times where you don't. So not the normal ebbs and flows that come with working, but you feel depressed, overwhelmingly depressed by your job or just completely disengaged and not doing what you need to do, or if you're overwhelmed by all the responsibilities that you have, everything that's on your plate, you're like, I can't do this. I cannot do this at all. I don't know where to start. I feel so hopeless and like there's nothing that I can do. These are signs that you could be burned out. And again, this is not an exhaustive list. There's so many. I I really encourage you if you feel this way, and I'm going to leave a link in the show notes about where you can look about articles about burnout and really just think about this for yourself. But take an honest look and think about how am I feeling about work right now? How am I feeling about my ability to succeed and to move up and to do the things that I know that I'm called to do and that I should be doing? How do I feel about that right now and why? Take the time to really think through where this is coming from. It's easy to brush it off and just say, you know, well, no, I'm a boss. I'm trying to do all these things. And so I'm supposed to be busy. I'm supposed to hustle. I'm supposed to be on my grind. It's easy to say those things. And that's like a trend. Everyone is rising and grinding and doing all this and hustling. And yes, there is a part of the hustle. If you want to be you know, successful, then you're going to have to work for it. But there's a difference between hustling and, you know, 
exhaustion and working yourself down to a pulp and not having anything left to give to anyone. There's a difference there. And you need to understand what that threshold is and how much you can do, you know, how much it is that you can handle and what you can take. So I'd really encourage you to think about how you're feeling, how it's manifesting itself, how is burnout manifesting itself in your career and in your life, and really understand what ways you can do to, to change that around. So when I made this post, when I wrote it out to everyone and I was getting the responses, I'm noticing that, you know, a lot of people can relate. A lot of women are saying, yes, me too. I've felt this way or I feel this way. Or I didn't know what to do or I didn't realize I was burned out or, you know, this is how I've overcome. This was definitely something that resonated with with a lot of women. women. And it's the, I started to think to myself, like, why? Why is this that so many people can relate to this and so many people can understand this idea of burnout and this idea of, you know, overwhelming depression and exhaustion and anxiety and just overwhelm. Why do so many people relate to this? And I thought about, well, think about all of the things that women have to do. And of course, this is not to say that only women get burned out, right? Everyone gets burned out. But when I think about women specifically, when I think about everything that's on our plate, when I think about all of the things that we have to do, it started to become clear to me why this is something that happens a lot within women. Think about the fact that as women, especially women who are mothers, like working mothers, think about the fact that often we're working multiple shifts. Even if you're not a mother, like, like there's a lot of people, you're working multiple shifts. You have your nine to five, if you're a mom, you have that second shift of taking care of the household and cooking and cleaning and, you know, wiping noses and doing homework and all of those things. And now more than ever before, women are in record numbers starting their own businesses. That could be a third shift, right? You're, you're after you do the work all day, nine to five, then you do the family until they go to bed. Then you're up into the wee hours of the morning working on your business and trying to get ahead and building that entrepreneur life that you want for yourself. There's so many things that we do. Some of us are, some people are, are, are caretakers for family members. There's so many other things pulling at us and taking from our energy pool that we have to deal with as women it's no wonder that sometimes we get overwhelmed and we don't know where to start because there's a lot of things that we that we have on our plate. Another thing is that just in general, as a woman, just showing up, especially as a black woman, just showing up you know, to work, you already have to work twice as hard as everyone else. So not only do you have all these other things going on, you have all these shifts that you have to do. You're then on top of that, when you're at that nine to five, you know, sometimes you look over to your left and your right and you have to do things two times, three times more than they do. You're working two times or three times as hard to get sometimes half of the pay and the recognition and the opportunities that other people are having. It's like there's there's not a level playing field and you're you're having to overcompensate and go above and beyond. That is stressful. There's a lot of stress that's there. And if you add that to again the multiple roles that we play outside of the home, this can definitely add up and be a lot and be a huge burden to bear. And then the other thing, the last thing is that 
we often don't have anyone to model the right behavior from, right? We don't know, like, how many of you feel like you have a, a, a role model or a mentor, or someone that you can look up to to say, you know what, this is a Black woman who is in a similar space that I'm in. She has gone through the same thing. She's been successful. She's went up the ranks. She's in the leadership team, in the executive team, in the C-suite. Is there, how many of you have that person that you can look up to? It's difficult to find that person. We're, we're, we're not there. The, the, the statistics are clear. Of the, the top 500 companies, of those five, Fortune 500 companies, only 27 women in as CEOs of those companies. And of those 27 women, none of them are Black. So if you are trying to move up the ranks and you're trying to see who can I emulate, who can I model myself after and learn how to balance all of these things that I've got going on, it can be hard to find someone who looks like you that's doing that. When you think about all of those things together, it's no wonder that we are getting burned out at these alarming rates, right? It's no wonder that so many people could relate to what it was that I shared because they're feeling the same things. There's a lot of things that we want to achieve. We're trying to outperform generations before us. We're trying to outperform our parents and our grandparents and you know our aunts and uncles. We're trying to do better than they did. We have bigger goals. We're trying to move forward. And that coupled with everything else, it can be a lot. It can be a lot. And I think sometimes we feel like, is it my fault? Am I not built for this? Am I not strong enough? What am I going to do? Just know that you're not alone. I think that was a big lesson that I pulled from this situation as I shared it with people. I, I, I debated, like, should I share this? You know, is this too personal or whatever it is? And just, again, the, the response that I got, the outpouring of support that I got is just unparalleled. And I think a lot of that, it, it was just reassuring to me to understand that I'm not alone in this situation. And so if you're listening and you can relate, know that you are not alone in this situation as well. So we talked about what burnout is. We talked about what the symptoms are. We talked about some things that could make you more susceptible to being burned out. Now, what can you do about it? How can you, you know, not only understand and identify and figure out the fact that, okay, I'm burned out, but what do you do about it? Well, the first thing that you should do is understand why. Why am I in this position? Why am I burned out? What has happened to contribute to me being here? When I took the time, when I realized that, okay, this is not normal. The way that I feel right now, I felt this way in the past. Something needs to change. I need to do something different. I don't want to run myself a thousand percent into the ground. So I need to take a pause right now and figure out what's going on. And I realized it wasn't that I'm in a toxic environment because I love my job. I love what I do. I love the people I work with. I love my business. It's not that I need to quit, you know, your career girl. That really, that thought really did cross my mind. Like, you know, it's not worth it. I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, so it wasn't that that needed to happen, but there needs to be some sort of reprioritization. I need to put myself first again. I need to figure out how can I be successful at work be successful at home, be successful in my business, but also putting myself first, not fourth or fifth or not even on the list. Truthfully, if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't even on the list. So it wasn't even that I put myself last. I just wasn't even on the list. But how can I put myself first? Because what I realized is that 
if I'm not well, if I'm not healthy, if I don't have the energy, then I can't do anything. When I'm sitting on the couch because I have no energy to record a podcast or I cannot book another client because I just don't have it in me to muster up the, what I need to give them. Because, you know, my clients, if you're listening, you know, I, I give, right? I pour, I do all of those things. And if I don't have the energy to do that, then there's no business, right? If I can't get up and go to work, then there's no work. So I need to take care of myself and make sure that I'm prioritizing my, my myself in a way that's going to allow me to be able to move forward and do the things that I need to do. So I realized, I understood that the why, the why in my burnout, the reason that I got to this place was because I was not putting myself first. And maybe for you, the why is you're in a toxic environment. You're in a space that's not conducive for to you being your best self and living your best way. Um, living your best life. So you need to move on. You need to figure out what your plan, what your escape plan is, how you're going to move forward. Think about what's my why? Why am I here? How did I get into this space where I'm burned out? Take some time to reflect and don't worry how long it takes. If, if you need take as much time as you need, you need to be comfortable with understanding why you're here because that's the first step to reversing it. Once you understand why you're here, how you got to this space of burnout, then it's time for you to deliberately rest and recover. For me, that meant I took a week vacation with my family. We, you know, went out to Jamaica, decompressed, disconnected, no Wi-Fi, really just needed time to separate and to just rejuvenate and spend time, deliberately spend time with my family, deliberately do things that made me feel happy and that was going to help me on this journey. I had to, I slept, I ate what I wanted, I drank what I wanted. I, I just really just let go and decompress. And you know, it's not just like you just have one vacation and then you come back and go back into things and it's just back to normal. It's not that. But to me, that was the first step that I needed to really start to turn things around and move things in a different direction. So take the time to rest and recover. Maybe you 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 can't go away for a week because of whatever personal situations you have, but whatever time that you can take just to be with yourself and have your own thoughts and really do the things that are going to make you really thrive, you need to figure out what that is and do it. Because again, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not well, if you're not in a space that you need to be in, then you're it's gonna you, you're not gonna be good to anyone. You're not going to be able to accomplish any of the goals that you have for yourself. The third thing that you do, so once you understand why you've rested and recovered, the third thing you need to do is to think about how to prevent it. So you've identified the burnout, you've figured out how to reverse it, right? You understand the why, you're resting and recovering. And now when we talk about preventing it, you need to find ways to practice self-care. And, and, and it's bigger than self-care. I don't even want to lump it and just say do self-care because I think we throw that phrase around and then we don't really know what to do with it. Okay, self-care. Okay, what does that mean? Does that mean go to a spa? Does that mean get my nails done? Like, what does that mean? You have to think about what you need to re-energize. What are things that you need? For a lot of people, we're not exercising enough. We're not taking care of ourselves and our bodies. So that's a good place to start. Start exercising, eating well. A lot of what was slowing me down and making me feel just, you know, tired and, and, and lethargic and just unhappy it's because of the crap that I'm putting into my mouth. So I have decided to put together a plan to switch that because 
I want to feel good. I want to feel energized. And the things that we put into our bodies have a really huge part to play in that. So think about what you're eating. How much sleep are you getting? We hear, I'm sure you've heard that we need at least eight hours of sleep. (laughs) I do not sleep eight hours. You know, I'm lucky if I get four hours a night, which is horrible. And that adds to feeling this way. That adds to getting burned out. If you're not rejuvenating, I think about my daughter, she is about to be four years old. And I think about when I'm trying to get her to take a nap or go to bed, I tell her, you need to go to bed or else you're not going to grow. You're not going to be get to be a big girl. And in her mind, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be a big girl. I have a birthday coming up. I got to turn four. So I need to go to sleep. Like that works for her. And the same is true for us. Right? You need to go to sleep so you can to, you can rejuvenate. Your brain cells need time to recharge. You need to restore everything that's been taken away from you physically, mentally, emotionally over the day. And sleep is the best way to do that. So this is something that we need as well. What the amount of hours that you need, only you can say truly realistically for your lifestyle how much hours you can you can do. For some people, it's just not possible to get eight hours. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what it is, but I know for me, four hours is not cutting it. That's not enough. And so I am deliberately trying to do more, right? Let's start with six. Let's go to seven. Let's go to eight. I'd love to be sleeping nine hours a night. I would love that. And that's a goal of mine. I want to get to that because it's important. And when you're not rested, you're more susceptible to feeling this way and feeling overwhelmed and feeling exhausted. You're not giving your body that chance to recover. You also need to be, the fourth thing is that you need to be realistic with what you can do. I know everybody's a boss. I know you're a boss. I know you're a boss babe, boss chick, boss lady, all those hashtags. I know this, right? So am I. But there comes a time, there comes a point where we need to be realistic. What is it that I can actually achieve in these 24 hours? What is it that I can achieve in these seven days, in these 30, 31 days? What what can I really achieve? What's important? What can I move to another time? What doesn't even need to be done? You know, what is realistic for me right now? Think about that for yourself because a lot of us are doing, we're team too much, you know, doing too much and doing things that are not necessary. When I think about, when I when I came back from my vacation, I thought about, okay, what are my goals for the rest of the year? What did I set out to do? There were a lot of things that I just crossed off because they weren't necessary and they weren't necess- they weren't even really my goals. They were things that I thought that I should be doing. I should do this because of X, Y, and Z. And so I challenge you to think about what are you spending your time working towards every day, every week, every month, every year? And is it something that's necessary? Do you need to do this thing to get to whatever your goals are? And are your goals actually goals that you want or are they goals that someone else wants? These are questions that you should be asking yourself and asking yourself these questions periodically, not just once, not just on January 1st or December 31st, thinking about, okay, what are the goals? What do I want to do? But revisit them, revisit them weekly, you know, monthly, quarterly, revisit your goals and make sure that you're on track, that things haven't changed, that you're moving the needle and you're doing things that actually matter. So my hope for you in sharing this story is that One, if you are feeling like something is off, something is not right, I don't even know what, you know, what's going on with me right now. Take the time to reflect and think about, is this, am I burned out? Is this a a time where I'm not 
in a space where I need to be. And I do need to take the time to reflect. I want you to identify that for yourself. If it is a point where you are feeling burned out, I want you to work on reversing that. Take the time out that you need. Decompress, rejuvenate, recharge, regroup. Do all of those things to help you get out of that space and then deliberately work on a plan to prevent it from happening. There are going to be times where you're busy, going to be times where you're stressed. I'm not saying that life is going to be stress-free, that work is going to be a bed of roses and perfect, but there's a difference, again, between normal ebbs and flows Things are, you know, you're in a peak season, busy season and all of that. There's differences between that and being burned out. And as someone who's, you know, coming from the coming, came out the other side of that, I that's what I want for you as well. So, you know, I really want you to think about where you are now, what you're feeling, what's going on and really thinking about ways for you to reverse that. So this was, I really, I really just wanted to share this with you because again, the, the outpouring and the responses that I received really let me know that this is a topic that's useful for you. So wanted to share that with you. The, the, the show notes are going to be on the website as usual. I'm going to link to resources for you. Um, and I really hope that you, you really start to do the things that are going to help you to come out on the other side. So I hope you found this episode useful. As always, you can find the show notes over at yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 40. This is really a personal episode, right? I'm really diving into something that I really experienced and something that I've gone through. And my hope for you is that if you are feeling like you're burned out, if you're not sure, then at least you'll walk away from this episode understanding what to look out for, you know, how to identify it, how to reverse it, and most importantly, how to prevent it from happening. Talk to you on the next episode.